Blog Talk Radio. Something, something true to what you said before, like, 
your big goal is probably bigger than where you are right now. Of you know, I mean, when we see like a guy like Dane Cook playing Madison Square Garden, is that one of your goals, you know, to do something huge like that? You know, it's scary, man. Like that's it's such a scary thing to do because, you know, I take my hat off to Dane Cook, you know, because he's he's putting up numbers that, you know, that haven't been done. You know, he he's touring in some arenas of 20,000 or 20 plus thousand. But the scary part about that is you can only go down after that. There's no, there's no, there's no room for anything else. It's like you're you're becoming so large that you're playing in these venues. But what do people say when you go backwards? Does that make sense? It's like right. after that tour, what else can you do? So it's like, do you do you put yourself in that position to where you go out and you say I'm gonna do the biggest tour ever, and then the following year you do it, and maybe if it's not as great, then you got to go down and you you go back to it's like you you start backpedaling back to where you started. And I kind of I don't wanna I don't wanna put myself in a situation where I'm distancing I'm distancing myself from my fans. I love right. the intimacy of performing. I love I love being at a theater and after a show I can I can go out and take pictures and meet some people or you know or interact with them. When when you go to that big of a venue, I I I, I feel like I'm not going to be I'm not going to be as close as I should to the people to talk to them or to 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 I don't I don't even know the right word, but I it's, love it's the a connection. little it's a little more impersonal. I, I, yeah. I read a book. Um, um, Steve Martin has a book out about comedy, and he speaks to exactly what you're talking about. To as he blew up and he began to play the big venues, you know, you know, as a comedian, when you work in, if somebody says something in a club or in a theater, you can respond to it. Mm-hmm. His his audience got so big that he was at a point where people would say stuff, and it didn't make sense for him to respond to it because the rest of the audience didn't hear it. Yeah, because that's so, a big so, venue. Yeah. I think I want to stay. I want to stay in that two to three thousand seat range. You know, if it gets bigger every once in a while, I think I would jump out there. Maybe, maybe you say four thousand, but I don't want to. I don't really want to go to that arena, to that arena size. You know, when you because I mean, at at that point, you're making unbelievable money. But if you're doing, you know, two to three thousand seats, you're making good money as well. You know, you don't need all the money in the world. Wow, Kevin Hart, uh, that that interview is almost, I want to say, man, that's like, I've been here in Atlanta four years, that, that predates me here, that's almost five years ago, at that time we did that, we had that chat, he was like 40,000 followers on Twitter, as of right now, let's find out, let's see, uh, KEVI, KEVI. His Twitter. I'm thinking it's like eight million, but let's let's get a real number. Uh, ten million, ten million. That's like a billion times more. <laughs> that is completely insane, man. Well done, Kevin Hart. Wow, crazy. So, um, the um. Man, that's bananas to even fathom that. That's only been five or six years uh, since this brother just exploded on the scene. And uh, well done, Kevin Hart. Well done. Uh, if you are out there in cyberspace, give me a call, man. You listening up? Uh, my man Lazy Lamana just hit him up on Instagram. I see y'all liking the, liking the joint. Kenya Crooks, you know. How's your boy? 
Okay. So so let's uh how did boy I'm online live right now. Right now. Let's see. Boom 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 boom. Oh, I got a call coming in right now. I tell you what, let me check and see who this is. Y'all listen to a little Roddy Perry comedy. Let's see. Hang on, call. I'm coming to you. Let me play a joke. Because I got jokes, too, up in this mug. Where oh, my, oh, my, my clips at? Oh, there you go. Check this out. I'll be right back. I got, those. I got four girls. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> Look at my face. <laughs> four girls. My, my daughter's range, my oldest is 20, I got a 13-year-old, 8-year-old, 6-year-old. I'm looking at my daughters the other day, they're talking among themselves in the summertime, everybody at the house, they're talking among themselves, you know, good women always fucking talk. Guess what, you shut up, get up, you shut up, fuck up, I'm looking at my babies, man, I'm just, just reveling at being a father, and they're talking to each other, and, I, and it occurred to me right then, man. <laughs> Four girls. <laughs> Somebody gonna be a hoe, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, just sheer numbers, you know what I'm saying? Just the math of it all. You can't, you can't make four girls and everybody make it out, you know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna be a hoe, dog. I know, I know your father's in here. I know you said stuff. Not my baby. Oh, your baby too. Oh, your baby going down. You think you gonna fuck these women and ain't nobody gonna fuck yours? Oh, your baby going down, nigga. You watching your little pornos be jacking off? Yeah, that's still somebody's daughter, nigga. That's somebody's daughter. You have to strip. Nigga, that's somebody's baby girl, yeah. I think it's gonna be my baby girl, too. You gotta be able to identify the hole in your house. I think it's gonna be, I'm gonna tell you why. Cause she won't keep no clothes on now. She come over to school, shoot, naked, daddy. Daddy, I'm naked again. Daddy, look at me, I'm naked. Put your damn clothes on. I got this nightmare, I go to a strip club 20 years from now, my baby be the main attraction. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, give it up for hot chocolate. I'll be like, yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> That's my baby. Stop making it rain on my baby. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Roddy Perry. It's late night, and I'm live in full effect. You never know with me. I, I just feel it sometime, man. And the ladies are blowing up my lines. The ladies are hollering at me. If you want to talk, give me a call, 718-305-6383. If you're on the lines, tweet. Let people know that we're in here chatting, talking about whatever y'all want to talk about. I got to go to my homegirl. Uh, this, this young lady has been overseas uh, in Japan, she's back in the States, and she came back with a vengeance riding up a storm. <laughs> What's, What's going up, on, Mike? y'all? <laughs> How Hi. you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Life is good. Man, How you man, doing? You're you, you really going hard, man. I, I mean, we haven't had a chance to connect since you've been back, but I've just been right. watching you, and, like, man, Maya is getting it in. Yes, I am. I'm trying. You know, my whole thing is leaving a legacy and building an empire for the future family uh, so they don't have the struggles that I have. And retiring my mom, that's my number one dream, retiring Linda Douglas. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to keep going and inspiring somebody back home in North Philly so the you know, the young girls watching me can see that they can do the same thing. So, 
man, you 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 are you are so uh, such a determined young lady. Um, the cover of Butterfly by Faith is so ridiculously sick. Like, <laughs> where where did you get the concept? Well, well, tell me about the book first, and then tell me about the cover. Okay, well, for Butterfly Faith, uh, that's my first romance uh, novella, and I kind of just touched on, uh, you know, when you meet, we have two people who have different bank accounts, and the world kind of looks at it like, well, what are he doing with her? You know, his family is rich and she's not. So I just kind of wanted to bring two people together whose bank accounts don't match, but their heart do. You know what I mean? So wow. it's kind of one of those things where, you know, love has no commas. It doesn't matter what the dollar sign looks like. It's, it's love. And so the, Hold the, on, the, my, the cover. Hold mm, on one Oh, second. God, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> let me rephrase that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me, let me say something before you continue. I completely agree with you. It works when the guy is making the most money. When a girl is making the most money, those commas start to matter. Right. I, I can I can agree with that. I, I know that I've heard. See, I've never been in that position. I've just heard that a lot of people say, you know, it's tough being with a, a woman. I've, I've had some male friends being with a woman that makes more money than them. But then you got some, you know, I'm from the hood. Some of them, like, she can take care of me all the time. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of man you, you dealing with. But, um as far as the cover, you know, the story is, you know, my characters are black. They're usually always black. Um, and so that when I saw that, it was just perfect, like butterfly, all the butterflies surrounding that black model. I thought it was, like, perfect because even though she's a homeless teen girl, she's still beautiful. So I thought it was, like, the perfect cover to kind of capture the whole concept. Now, now, do you have to license this image, or or how does that work? Because this is—it's like somebody posed. It, it, this was—it's so perfect for for your title. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what happens is when you buy an image from, because I do all my own uh, covers. So when you buy an image from Shutterstock or any website, what happens is they'll tell you the limit, and usually it'll be something around two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, of whatever you put it on. So if it's a shirt, but once you purchase it, you purchase the right to use it. But they'll say, like, once you get to, like, 300,000, you got to get an additional license. So it depends on, um, yeah, I ain't ain't that million seller yet, you know. It's coming, though. It's coming. coming. I do believe it. But I'm excited about a song for Jordan. That's the one that was uh, at Barnes & Noble Cumberland. That's what right. I'm excited about. That's the one I, 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 I was about to ask you for that. Another another great cover. It, I I feel like I know this little girl on the cover. You know, she oh. look at every you know little black girl in America. She she looks biracial. Is that is that what the story's about? It is a song for Jordan, fifteen year old Jordan Crystal Myers is biracial. She doesn't know her father. Um, her mother's white, father's black, but he's a musician, and so is she, which is where you get like the microphone with the headphones at, mm-hmm. and. The, the concept of the story, and I, and I mean, it, it kind of is right in the beginning, but, um, you know, her grandparents kind of paid them to stay away. So she's determined to find her father. And that's what oh, wow. you, you go on a journey with her to find her long-lost father. And the beautiful thing is, you know, as the reader by Chapter 5 who her dad is, but you're rooting her on as she puts the pieces together. So it's real cool to kind of see oh, how she's nice. so determined. Yeah, it's decent. Pretty cool. So, so, so when, when you're having these concepts, like, like, what are the ideas that you don't do? Because I mean, you got you got all these great ideas, 
Like, mm-hmm. how do you weed them out? How do you decide, okay, I want to write this? I think what happens is I always say there's a difference between a good idea and a God idea. So anything that I'm writing, if if I get to the end of the synopsis, I like to write a one-page synopsis, whether it's a movie, because I'm working on a movie now. And so when I get to the end in the last period and I still have that, like, excitement and that passion, then I'm going to move forward with it because there's going to be a lot of days I'm going to cry, a lot of days I'm going to hate the story, whatever. It's It's my art. So I have to be willing to go through that with something. And so there are some things I don't like. There, there's some I, I have a book on my uh, this is 77 pages I probably will never go back to. But I don't no, no writing is wasted writing because what happens is it becomes practice the more you write, regardless of whether you ever see it or not. It may never get published or never get taped as a movie, but or produced. But you'll you know it's still good practice. So there are some things I stop after the first chapter if I'm not feeling the passion. Um, but for the most part, most of my ideas, I would say a good 90% of my ideas get finished. Whether I, It might be a novel, and then I'll, it, if I'm not happy about it no more, I'll cut it down to a short story, but you'll still read right. it. You know what I mean? So exactly. it's never wasted writing. It's never wasted writing. Do, do you have to live these these lives to know what you're talking about? Um. Well, I mean, I'm not biracial and, you know, but my father wasn't there, and just last week I got an email from him on Father's Day. He was done with me. So, hmm? I, oh yeah, oh wow. yeah, uh, I get nasty emails from my dad. So I could relate to the teen girl whose father's not in her life, regardless of how it is. Like in this case, it was her mom who kind of you know whatever kept her away or her grandparents. But regardless. We all share that common thread, a lot of young girls with that. For Butterfly Faith, I've never been in love with somebody who made, you know, more than me and somebody was like, oh, y'all don't belong together. But I can relate to, um, you know, kind of being in love with somebody who maybe somebody didn't agree with it. You know what mm. I mean? So there's, all, there's always some aspect of the things that I write about that I can take something from and say, okay, this is a piece of my life. But, you know, I don't think you have to live it. I grew up in, in an area where I can pretty much write a story about drug-addicted parents even though I didn't have it because I had a friend who right. had it. But exactly. I think when you, yeah, you've lived life, and then, you know, with the whole Korea experience, that's even better because now I have another aspect, another layer to add to my stories, having had that experience and talking to the kids over there who if you get less than an A-, minus, you're still in trouble. You know wow. what I'm saying? So. I, Still oh, they would have they they cut my arm off over there, then. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We would have been on <laughs> Yes, honey, yes. So, hey, yeah, hey. It's, it's definitely. Hey, guys, this is Roddy Perry. Uh, you tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. It's late night, um, and I'm talking to author Maya Kay, who had the, the decency to, to call me and holler at the, her boy. You know, she used to yes. call in. She called in to my show when she was in... Well, you were in Japan? Korea, Korea. You was in Korea, I'm tripping. So you was in Korea, and you would call into the show from there. So uh, just to have you on the line is, is amazing. Tell you what, Maya, don't hang up. Hang on. Let me see who this is calling in. You're on live, Rodney Perry from 904. What's up? Yo. Area code 904. You on live. Hello? Okay. They don't want to talk. They sound like they were laying down. Yeah, right. That make make me nervous when people be just, like, like, you just laying there, you know, like, oh, 
I mean, what yeah, you doing? Like, Lotion, what you, lotioning up? What you doing? Yeah, what you I doing? Just, <laughs> I hope whatever they doing, they doing it to your voice and not mine. <laughs> ah, I'm mad. I'm mad. Uh, what's the number? I'm tweeting it now. Eight oh seven one eight seven one eight three zero five six three eight three. Okay. Five, six, three, eight, three. So, man, uh, I tell you what, I got a couple of songs I want to play. There's a big event coming up here in Georgia, the Georgia Arts uh, Neo Soul and Poetry Awards. So uh, I'm nominated for one of the categories, and I had a couple of, of their folks on, on my show earlier today, so I wanted to shout them out one more time. So uh, listen to this, this one. This was my boy. His name is Xavier Lewis, and the song is Georgia Clay. Very fit. Busting my tail on a nine to five Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Searching for better days Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planted on solid ground From the New York coast to the Florida shine Up to the Maryland, D.C. line Back down south, repeat prime Sweet Georgia, where I reside Tell me why do I have to cry out Tell me why should I From the burdens laid, darkest roots from the states I made. Sweet Georgia, hold me down. Keep my feet planted on solid ground. Tell me why do I have to cry? Thank you. 
Rodney Ferry. Uh, it's your boy Rodney Ferry. Uh, it's your boy Rodney Perry. <laughs> that's all I got. If if you ever want to rap out of me, that's the most you're going to get. Hey, y'all stay right there. More show. My girl Maya is still on the line. She's tweeting. I'm tweeting. We Instagramming. It's about to be crazy. Y'all stay with me. It's Rodney Perry. Late night. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're listening to the show. You're laughing along with Rodney. You listen to the great guests, but you're not sharing it. You need to share this show with somebody special. Find somebody in your life that you love and show them how good you enjoy the show. It's Rodney Perry Live. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Yeah. Hey, y'all. It's your boy, Rodney Perry. Maya. Yo. Okay, let me ask you this. This came up. Sure. I, was, I, went, I was at a spot the other night. And uh, this dude, he told me, you know, man, you know, just just man talk. We chopping it up. He said, man, I've been married. I think I think the number he said was like fourteen, not like sixteen years. Mm-hmm. He's had a side chick thirteen of those sixteen years. <laughs> I that would I that like, would drive me crazy. Like right. I I can like if you unless you live in Utah, <laughs> you know. And that's the way, you know, that's the way y'all get down. If you're a Mormon, maybe. But, like, why would you want to manage another human being like that? Like, I, that, that just seemed crazy to me. Like, is, is that a subject you would ever tackle? Side chick them? I mean, have you ever and had no, to deal with that? That I would love to see that that subject uh, expounded upon. And, you know, you know, another subject nobody talks about is... What's that? is men cheating like nobody really like gets into the psyche of what it is and and how you you can make it make it make sense in your head well don't you think that's what think like a man was the book no no think like a man lamont king call in 718-305-6383 Seven one eight three zero five six three eight three. Seven one eight. I knew that was coming. No, but what I was saying is, uh, no, so I would say think like a man. I mean, you said somebody get into the psyche, and I feel like. That book kind of did. It was it was for women to think like a man, but he kind of gave away some secrets and kind of dug into why men do what they do. But I don't think so because this is the thing with anybody that does a self-help book that's a male that write for females. It's never really right. Like okay. guys that write for females say what females want and need to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's you, true. You know what I'm saying? So it's just not the same. Hold on, let me, let me text him this number seven one eight three zero five six three eight three. Boom. So, but so I mean, where I, where I think think like a man has some really good concepts, but it were it really it was just a new packaging, you know, that yeah, of, yeah, of ideas yeah, yeah. that we've seen before, and and. Yeah. and, and, and I mean the ninety day rule and things like that. That ain't no male concepts. 
Like, that, that, <laughs> he, he ain't, he ain't, you know, if you make a guy wait. Well, yeah, there are some guys that'll be like, you know what, babe, I'm glad you make me wait. But what, what, the conversation I have with women is this. I'm like, let's say you do make the guy wait. It's some guys that'll wait a year, two, right. just because it's about the conquest for him. You know what I mean? Right, right, and so right, when right. it's about the conquest, you know, he, he, he'll he lay in the cut. And as soon as he skeet that night, he'll be damn gone. Do you think so? That's not fair. It's not fair, but I'm now this is this is think like a man for real. <laughs> Hold on. Well, not, not saying it's not fair, but I'm saying you saying, like, if he gets it at the weight and he going to be gone, I don't think that's true. I shouldn't say fair. Not well, every well, guy. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not immediately, but if if he felt like it was some type of game, keeping him at bay like that, he may. Hey, uh, two four, you on Rodney Perry live? Yeah, this is Lamont. Lamont King. What's up, Lam- What's up, Lamont King? Lamont. What, what's a good word? What's a good word? You on with uh Rodney Perry, Miss Maya K, author extraordinaire, and uh uh the host of Street Kings Radio. Did, did I say it right? Who are you talking about? Me? Lamont. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was oh, like, oh, I she thought, was quiet. She was yeah, quiet. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I thought that was her intro. I was like, damn, she's doing everything. Right, I I'm, gonna 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 <laughs> I'm about to mute one of y'all. Y'all can't be laughing loud. Okay, so we, got street, we got Street Kings Radio. Hey, street, I'm street, senator, street Senator. Street Senator. That's what, that's what I was trying to get right. Street Senator. Okay. Let, let's do this. Maya, hang on. Hang on the hold. We're going we're gonna to talk man talk for a second. Then I'm going to come uh-huh. back. And, and we're going to – because we got to talk about this because this is real shit we got going on over here tonight. It's late night. It's Rodney Perry. Hold on, Maya. Let me check what this is. Hey, hey, it's Rodney Perry Live. You're on. 843. What's up? Hey, you hit the one. I didn't. Oh, what's going on, Rodney? How you doing, man? What's up, baby? This, 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 this could be your Marvin Hunter, brother. God damn, you know what? I was about to call you because I just, I just, I just love your take on stuff. Hey, Marvin, don't go nowhere. You stay right there. God damn it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. Uh, so this is this is the question I'm throwing out there to all y'all on the line. We got a woman on the line. We got two great comedians on the line, and and let's just keep it real. Uh, I, and I, and I told Maya briefly. Uh, I was out at the, at the at the spot. Me and some of the fellas chopping it up, and a dude told me say he said Rod. You know, man, I've been married 16 years. I've had a side chick for 13 of those years. Like, for me, that's that's something. That's like two marriages. Like, like, what what they do that at? Am I am I tripping, Lamont? No, you you're not tripping, man. I mean, some people you know like that main course and that, and that side. You know what I mean? And, and some people like two entrees. So right. it, it's you know it's a certain level of uh, mental gymnastics and logistics that you got to master to even hold on to something like that. And some people, it's like adrenaline junkies or people that gamble. Oh. You know what I mean? They 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 feeding a beast, and, and, and if they can pull it off for as long as they can pull it off, they're gonna pull it off. Wow. Now now let, let me throw Maya in this. Maya, what's the what's the psyche of the of the side chick in your opinion? Like like now, now, now you may have never wore this hat. I don't know. No, I'm going to be very honest with you. I have, and and I'm going to tell you what, for me, at at that age, for me at that age, 
I was 19, and so for me, it was really just a, a, a self-esteem issue. I just, you know, and, and I was actually the girl who wasn't really too big on being attached. So it was kind of like how Taraji was in Tyler Perry's uh, I Could Do Bad All By Myself. Remember, she right. dealt with a married man. She liked being able to send him home to his wife, and I sure enough liked being able to send him home to his wife. So, I mean, it, it's not something to be proud of, but I think that's where some women. Now, for those who stay along, around that long, Maybe she's not the side chick. Maybe his wife is. Wow. Like, I mean, uh, she's no longer the side chick if she's had him 13 out of 16 years. The wife has now become the side chick. Wow, that's So, crazy. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, that's just what I think that situation is. But for most of us who've done it and the women I've talked to, I think we allowed ourselves to be that because we didn't know our worth at the time. Some people enjoy the ride. Some people get in cars out of it. It depends. But, I mean, for the most part, yeah, I think any man who wants to deal with two women, y'all say y'all, one of them gives you a headache, so why would you want to, like, for that long? That, that, that's that's, crazy. that's what I'm thinking. Marvin Hunter, what you yes, think, dog? What you think? No, let, me, let me tell you something, man. Uh, something. We, are living, we are living in a society where hoes is winning, brother. And yes, like the, the, the side chick has become the main chick. In some kind of way, the, the, the things have got topsy-turvy and warped to where, you know, the side chick is valued more than the lady, more than the wife. I, I don't know wow. how that has happened, how that has happened but, it, but we're in it. We're in the middle of it. So that's why I don't know. I tell dudes all the time, maybe it's because I'm older. I don't even know why you want to get out there and cheat like that, man, because it's too much headache. And with social media, you can't, you can't hit it and quit it. You can't hide from it. She will. Right. And, and once she catch feelings, brother, your whole conglomerate is about to come crashing out. <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 wait. Hey, bro, let me free, let me let me mute everybody. Hold on, what's coming down? <laughs> Yo, his his conglomerate, brother. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Brown. Okay, okay, LeBron. Oh, I'm about to tweet that. I'm about to tweet that. What's his name? I'm about to tweet conglomerate. Uh, uh, Marvin, what's, what's your uh, Twitter? <laughs> uh, uh, comedian Marvin H. Comedian okay, Marvin I'm H. Think. He said your whole conglomerate. Yeah, and you know, when I when I hear when I hear this right, I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to manage another human being. Like, I mean, it's one thing to just be having sex, but once you get Five years in, that's a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But listen, 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 listen to this. If she uh, so happens to play her position, though, it could be the most beautiful thing in the world. But that's the, that's the rare piece to the puzzle. What, oh, what, so what, rap, what, rap, what rap song that cut? It's the most beautiful thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, hang on, y'all. We got a new caller coming in. Dallas, Texas, got something to say. We talking side chickdom. Uh, <laughs> Dallas, you on Rodney Perry Live. Hey, Rodney. Rodney. What up, bro? Oh, who is hey, this? Hey, Rodney. People hey, Rodney. You know yes. who this is? This I is Rodney. What's up, Rodney? Hey, I got the crew with me. I got Wildcard and Sister Sean on the air with me. Oh, get out of here. Y'all on now? No, we're not on right now. We were working. We working and we listening to you. Oh, that's crazy, right? Listening to so, you. So let me ask and I'm, you. And I'm done with the side chick thing, though, bro. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you serious, dog? Yeah, man. See, I'm done with the side chick thing. You know why I'm done with the side chick? Because I, I, my main chick don't act right. 
So side chick is is good. That's, I mean, she's she's pretty. Hey, 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 we, we have to slap him a few times. No, you need a side chick every now and then. You know, I gotta pull out one of my boobies and slap him with it. Well, well, let me tell you something. If it's long enough to slap somebody, don't nobody want to see it out. For the ladies over there, I, I would love to hear the ladies' perspective because, you know, you know, the men are pretty consistent, you know. Uh, I think men are looking for some level of uh, comfort that they're not getting at home. Why, why, do, why do women become this chick? Well, I'm going to like this, Rodney. If, if you're white, you're supposed to be the side chick for your husband as well. You know, as they put it, you're supposed to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. And if you're a freak in the sheets for your man, then, yeah, he'll go out and get one of those. You don't think? No, I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm listening to you. I'm trying to understand. Let me, I, yeah. let, me, let me throw this out there to the fellas on the line. Have you ever been the side dick? Oh, <laughs> you been the side dude wild card? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, being, being the, you know this wild card, but uh, being the side dude, I mean, it's just like it's just uh, knowing what you want. You know, I really didn't want a relationship at the time. You know, uh, knowing that you know I could, hey, I could fulfill all my needs that I wanted. You know, I got what I needed out of it. Hey, gone back. Bye-bye. Basically, just to put my little two cents in, usually, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, I actually can say that I was a side chick, and the same way Wildcard is, the arrangement was, you kick it with me for a little while because you ain't happy with your wife right now, but bottom line is, as soon as things are right with your wife, you get back on over there to her and get everything straight because you got to take care of them bills first before you take care of mine. That, that, that's what that's what the guy was telling me. He was like, dude, he's like, my side chick be like, hey, ain't it time for you to go? No, no. Especially if she keeps on the car for you. No, no, but she, but she wasn't, it wasn't like she was dissing him, but she wanted him to keep his house in order. You know, because that affected her. So that in itself is crazy to me. Y'all hang on the line. I'm going to come back to y'all because y'all got 12 people over there. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia calling in. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Rodney. Yes. This is Casme, baby. Casme. Now I got a good <laughs> Christian on the line. Casme, what's going on? How are you? I am good, my love. How are you? I know you got. I know we got tons of uh, of events coming up. Uh, I talked to um, I talked to Xavier Lewis. He said you was gonna be at his event on Thursday, and um, yeah. you you know if you don't know people, you're listening right now to one of the dopest you know entertainers to ever touch a microphone, Miss Cass. Oh, Kesme, I love it. Kesme, we we talking some grown stuff tonight, uh, and okay. I'll give you the the quick cliff notes. I was at at a, at a spot, me and the fellas got to talking, and the guy told me he had been married 16 years, 13 of those years he had a side chick. Mm. And I'm like, dude, how do you that carry on right, two relationships like that? So um, uh, I guess the first question is, have you ever been that chick? which I think I know the answer to. And the second question is, how do you think it happens? Let me tell you something, Rodney. I, I never in a million years 
would have thought that I would be somebody's side chick. And because I because I value myself, like I'm very, you know, I'm very picky on who I talk to, but I met this guy and his spirit and my spirit connected. And, you know, it was one of those my situation is complicated type things. I hate those words and I was like, either it is or it isn't, you know, but I was like, I'm a big girl, I can handle it, you know what I mean? I I, I could keep myself kinda of separated but at the time I needed I just needed somebody to talk to and, you know, this and that. And before before you knew it, you know what I mean, it's like, wow, like I'm really developing feelings for this person. I'm like, I, I gotta cut this off because I I like to respect, you know, people's relationships and it wasn't a he wasn't married but it was a girl that was living with him, and I'm like, listen, it's too much. So it's easy to happen when you connect with somebody, and but it's so wrong. It's so wrong on so many different levels, and I have a heart, and I'm like, nah, and I deserve better. So, you know, I got to let that go so I can be blessed with what God has for me, you know, but it's, I never thought I would be in that situation. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. This ain't right, man. I, I <laughs> like, I got to cut I this off. Bet- I would have bet money you was gonna say no. So that, that I know. if if it can happen to Cash May, it can happen to anybody. Oof. So so this, this is the question. I got Maya on the line. Maya's author. Uh, you know she she's been in this situation. Man, the more I'm listening to everybody who's called, is this is really prevalent? Like this is this is going on all mm-hmm. over the place, right? So um, what what is what are the rules? Like, let's say you are that chick and you say, okay, I'm cool. This is what I understand. This is what this is about. But, like, how do you keep the rules if you're a side chick? Let, 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 me, ask, let me ask one of the guys. Ladies, y'all. If you can keep me... sex out of it, that'll help a lot. If you, if you can keep sex out of it, like, that's what, that's what helped my situation because we wasn't sexually involved. Oh, okay. So that, that, <laughs> that kept you, still you from being. Com- say again? No, 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 not at all. Cut that oh. off. <laughs> what, what you what you what you say, uh, <laughs> Maya? Maya, I was just asking. So if you take the sex out of it, then are you considered a side chick? Is that well, what I think? I think so. I think like like people would say, cheating is not necessarily just a sexual thing. If somebody is giving you a lot of their time, energy, and attention, then you really kind of still are because that person is telling you that they want to be with you and they don't want to be with this other person. Then in your right. mind, you're already thinking you're that main girl, but you really ain't the main girl. Mm. Well, okay. Now, 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 now let's, which, which this takes us into another concept of soulmates. Like, is it possible for that somebody to be with somebody else but be your soulmate? They need to let that other situation go, though, if they really feel like that. And not keep trying to hang on to the to the 20% that's at the crib just because you're comfortable and you're content all of these years. If you feel like you meet somebody and they're so, that's, that's why people hold on so long and they feel like there's a chance because this person keeps feeding them the, you are my soulmate, you are this person that I want to be. Mm. But yet they're not making, they're not making the, the 100% efforts to move forward to just being with this one person who they're saying is a soulmate. So for, this woman continues to be a side chick. Wow. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. We talking tonight. This grown folks conversation is late night. It's almost twelve midnight. Ladies, hang on, hang on. Uh, are you in my? 
Hey, Kiki, hit the, hit the one. What number is you? I don't know which number you are. My girl, Kiki Richardson, the consummate provocateur, is about to come in any second. Let me, let me bring some of the guys back in. Oh, there you go. I see you, Kiki. Okay. Um, hey, 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 Lamont. Yeah. What's the rules, dog? What is the rules? Well, first of all, if, if, if you're not to that other point, if, if y'all weren't having sex, you, that wasn't really a side chick. You you're like a side wish. Well, it's not hope. <laughs> but it, it, I think it has to be some some level of intimacy and physical intimacy involved to be considered side but, side chick and all that. This, but in, in, in Kaz May's defense, there is more to relationship than the physical. So I mean, it's easy for us to say, well, if it's no physical, you're not the side chick. But if you know what makes what makes it real is the physicality, but before you ever have sex with somebody, you're physical. I mean, you're mentally physical, if that makes any sense. And that may be true, but, you know, the confirmation comes and, and you know, the confirmation comes in, in with that act. So, you know, you know, I mean, they always say cheating is mental and all that. Texting there, you use Facebook, and you're cheating, but I don't, I don't buy and all that. But uh, going to the, speaking to the rules, uh, the rules is, you know, everybody has to be grown up about it. Like, it, 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 you you got to know your role, basically. You got to play your position. You got PYP. Hey, you hey, my, 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 boy Dave, my boy David Arnold said the rule, number one rule is <laughs> you're number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Hey, hang on, right. Lamar. Hang on, Lamar. We got a brand new call in. Uh, welcome to the line, another fabulous author, um, a radio uh, host on here on Blog Talk as well, the consummate provocateur. My friend, Miss Kiki Richardson. What's up, Kiki? What's up, Rodney? I hear y'all talking about a subject that I'm well versed in. Not, you know, you, you seeing are as though I wrote well the book and all. <laughs> seeing as I wrote the book and all, um, there's some interesting things that I've been well, well, hearing. Well, 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 before you, before you go, Kiki, let me let me make sure people know this is Kiki Richardson. The name of the book is The Other Woman's Code of Conduct, and you 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 are really clear on on how men conduct themselves as well as how women conduct themselves. Speak to how a guy, if he's going to, you know, engage in his lifestyle, how should he conduct himself? Well, the first thing is that there has to be a level of discretion. The second thing is, is that he needs to be very clear that there's no need to lie to the side chick. Mm. She already riding with you. There's no reason to tell her you're going to leave your wife when you just you have no intention on leaving your wife. Don't leave that door open, cracked, giving her hope, you know, none of that stuff. So you need to be very clear about what your purpose is, and that way you can save a lot of drama going down the line. But, but I've Kiki, heard this. Kiki, aren't you still giving her hope every time y'all lay down with each other? I mean, is no. there some level of hope in, in, no. the, in the lovemaking? Well, see, you're not making love. See, here's the thing. <laughs> you have to understand there's an emotional connection that happens when you talk about making love. That's something that people, a term that people coin to romanticize the act of sex. Sex is something that is natural, that is innate to all of us. We all want to do it. The idea of monogamy is something that was taught to us. We didn't, we didn't come out knowing about monogamy. We came out knowing how to have sex. 
We might not have been good at it. It might have take, taken some practice, but that's something that we automatically knew how to do. We didn't automatically know about monogamy. So when we try to romanticize and make everything a nice little fairy tale, then that's when things get fuzzy. But when you set the boundaries, you can't be trying to boo up with her and doing all kind of pair bonding activities with her. You snuggling. You ain't getting, you know what I mean? That's just that's unnecessary stuff that men do that give people, women hope. You guys talked about the fact that it's not, the one guy, I don't remember his name, said that it's not cheating if there's no, the physical hasn't taken place. And there's something that I call mental course. That's when you, you are actually having an emotional and mental affair with somebody. And there are many different ways to have an affair or engage in infidelity. It can be whether it's physical, sex slash sexual. It can be emotional. It can be financial. There are a lot of different ways you can step out on your mate. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with you putting yourself inside a hush in her mouth or any other part. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I think we need to stop, you know, lying to ourselves about what these lines are. You know, one of the things I say that people get real mad about Rodney, especially women, when I say every woman at some point in her life, whether she knows it or not, has been or will be the other woman, you will. It ha- it's, it's, it's a true fact. You don't know everybody's intention, you know. You don't know what everybody is capable with, what their motive is. So what you did after you found out you were the other woman is something different. But you have now, been. Now let me ask you this, Kiki, because that's, that's a great idea. Every woman will eventually be the other woman. Is that true vice versa? Um, I think that it, it can go I think because a lot of times women, a lot of times step out for different reasons than men. Um, and so it, it, it depends on what kind of woman. I don't think it's 100% the same, but I will say this. You know what? I retract that. I do think it's the same, and the reason why is because my stats have shown that men and women treat cheat the same amount. Women just get caught 50% less. 50% less? Yes, 50% less. Wow. Hold on. Let me go to Marvin. Marvin, you believe them numbers? You know what? I I, I kind of do believe them numbers, brother. I I, I kind of do believe them numbers. I mean, man, you know, man, we kind of stupid, so that, that sounds about right. Wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, Marvin, don't say that. Well, man, no, Rodney, you got to It's not a matter of stupid. The fact of the matter is this: Who are you cheating yeah, we, with? You know what I'm saying? So it can't be right. that the men are always cheating on the women. Men don't own the franchise and cheating. So if you're not cheating with a woman unless you're a gay man, you're cheating with another woman. So it has to, it's going. And if somebody is taken, if somebody is married, somebody's engaged, whatever, if you know the numbers, women not trying to be alone most times. So if you know the numbers, most women are booed up with somebody. So if she's with somebody, he probably has somebody because the ratio of women to men and vice versa. So you got to think about all of those components that go into. Wow. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. It's late night. We're talking grown folks' business. Give me a call, 718 305 6383. We got Kiki on the line. Um, this is crazy, Kiki. I just, I just, you know, I had a conversation at the spot. Me and the fellas was talking, and this, this, this whole idea came up. This guy said he'd been married 16 years. He's had a side chick for 13 of those 16 years, the same woman. What do you think when you hear that scenario, though? Like, what what makes somebody want to carry on two separate relationships with two separate women over a long period of time? Well, here's the thing. Naturally, as human beings, we are polyamorous creatures, we, which means many loves. 
Now, like I talked about earlier, the concept of monogamy, that is something that is taught to us. Now, oftentimes when people enter into these relationships, slash marriages or whatever, they a lot of times women go into it thinking, oh, we believe the same thing, without having a conversation about what it means to be in a relationship to them or what their boundaries are, what their expectations, wants, and needs are. And so when he his thing is he may have gone grown up where that was a norm. So that is what a relationship is, a marriage is all about. As long as this doesn't interfere with this side, then it's okay. So apparently there was a level of conversation that was not had before they got married, and, you know, he figures, hey, listen, this ain't bothering this over here. It's, it's, it's possible to love two people or be in a relationship with other people at the same time and, it, and one not affect the other. It's absolutely possible. And I think wow. that he needs, to, it, he needs to at some point let his wife know that he's still dating. <laughs> he better tell somebody, hey, hang on, Kiki, <laughs> hang on. Marvin, hang on the line. We got a brand new, brand new person on the line. Uh, I don't know where this call from. 910, you on, Rodney Perry. Hey, Rodney Perry, it's C-Max, former star of the CW and Fox 50 television series, Sisters of 40s Club. I played Catalina. I just wanted to reach out to you and show you oh. major love, brother. Oh, and man, that's I'm cool. listening man, thank in. you for the call. No problem. I'm listening to the conversation. Um, salute to Miss Kiki. I am listening to you, sister, and you are really breaking down everything. Um, oh, let me let, let me let you tell her. You tell her. You tell her yourself. I ain't got to even get involved. <laughs> okay. In that. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem at all. No problem at all. I am just, you know, I would say I am a young woman. I am 28, so it's like I, you know, grew up in a different time zone, but. An experienced woman, and I am a mother, so I stay away from different topics. But you know what? I am listening in, and I'm understanding everything yeah. from a man's point of view and from a woman's point of view. So love you guys. And if you can, follow me on my social media at Official C Mac. Official C Mac in the building. Thanks for the call, babe. Yes, sir. Hey, no hey, problem. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey guys, hold on. Hold on, Kiki. Hold on, C Mac. So look. Look, y'all, let's, let's do this. Let's switch gears. Uh, I think I got about 30 minutes to go. It's, the, it's this new show. It's two, it's two new shows on reality. So y'all tell me. I'm going to come down the line. Y'all tell me which one y'all want to talk about. It's one about the little people, the girl. It's like the Real Housewives, but they all little people. Or it's another reality show about threesomes where, you know, it's either the girl or the guy, and so that'll get us into a whole threesome conversation. So I'm going to come to you, Maya, first. Little people or threesomes? Um, well, I don't watch either one of those, but okay. Uh, the threesomes, we can talk about that. <laughs> I think I already know what your mind is. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm asking you this, uh, <laughs> street senators. Uh <laughs> little people or threesomes well I'm all about equality and uh, giving people a fair shot that don't always get the platform so I, I want to go with the threesomes <laughs> you said it man get out on fool <laughs> Marvin little people or threesomes well midges tickle the shit out of me I want to talk about midges <laughs> Okay, that's one for the little people. Uh, Dallas, it's three of y'all over there. Little people or or, or threesomes? 
Dallas. Sorry, I'm here now. You said little people are threesome? Yeah. Uh, threesome, not little people. I can't do little people. You know you like <laughs> them little hands rubbing all on your back. <laughs> Hold on. No, I can't. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Kiki, little people are threesomes. I would have to say since we're doing Rodney Perry after dark, we have to go with threesomes. We gotta go threesome. Enough said. Okay, I think it. I think it's a done deal. But let's let's go. Let's go down the list. CW little people are threesomes. Hey, it's C Mac. Um, I'm gonna go to little people. I am definitely curious in their lifestyle and how they handle things. I know. Did you see the one? The one of them. She she got like a normal sized body, but she got big like troll feet. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, I, is this, okay, go ahead. Is this the blonde <laughs> or? The blonde, yes, the blonde, yes. You know what? Okay. Look, Mac, Mac, me and you might have to go get ahead. on another line and talk about this because they don't—they want to talk threesome. We got one more brand new caller on the line. Uh, oh, well, I said threesome, and the lines went crazy. Uh, three, two, one. Little people are threesome. <laughs> little people, of course. <laughs> are you a little person? <laughs> I'm sure I'm five too, but yeah, I think let's keep it wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, threesomes can be wholesome if you lubricate. Hold on. <laughs> Seven oh six, you on Roddy Perry Live? Little people are threesomes. Hello. Little people are threesomes. What you want to talk about? Hey Rodney, this is Janika. I want to talk about threesomes with little people. How about that? <laughs> Oh, my God. Janika, uh, fabulous actress. Okay, so we're going to kick it off with you. It's a brand-new show on, on TV. Uh, it, it's a reality show, and, you know, basically it, it's, it's about different people introducing that, that, life, th- that part of their life or what they want and they need to their relationship. So the question is, one, would you ever partake? Two... You know, um, would it be like a one-time thing? I would not partake. I just wouldn't. I have no interest in that. Now, now, so let, let me be clear, because you know, in my world, threesome is two girls and a guy. Because two dudes and a chick is not a threesome; it's a train. So <laughs> that's no trains either. That's what you're saying. No. Not at all. I think it's one. I think it should be one on one. But that's just me, you know. I'm okay with that. That's a good. That's a good call, Janika. <laughs> and and that, that's from a woman who named rhyme with super freak. Okay. <laughs> Janika, the super freak. Ah. Okay. Uh, let me go, Kiki. Kiki. Uh, I'm interested to see why you going to talk to women first, but I will say. To answer your question, and I'm, I keep it 100, you know who I am. Um, I have, and it was a very interesting story because it was a birthday gift. But, uh, yes, I have. Now, now, you was with two guys or you was with a, a, a girl or a guy? Well, then that would be six. That would be two times three. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I would say both. I did both, actually, to be quite honest. One was a birthday gift for someone else and one was a birthday gift for me. Get out of here. So, so, so let let me ask you this: Like, mm-hmm. do the guys have to know each other, or is is it random? Do it kind of just happen? 
Um, no, they knew each other. I picked my team and, right. And they were straight? Yes. It's all in the choreography. You know how I used to dance. It's all in the choreography. It is. It's a very delicate dance. Five, so, six, seven, yeah. eight. Yeah, it's that very is. delicate. If your, if your damn big toe hit me, nigga, the game is over. <laughs> nah, it's no crossing of the sword. So yeah, you know, we don't. I don't play that. Huh, Larry? You stay on the line. You always got the right thing to say. Hey, uh, <laughs> what Marvin at? Cause Kiki did already, you know, got me. You got out of all the women, man. Okay, Marvin. Well, 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 brother, uh, you know, I was in the military for 20 years, so the younger, more reckless time of my life, absolutely. I think everybody should do it at least once. Uh, as a matter of fact, it, you might have to do it when you're young because you take, it takes some extra blood, vein, another vein to satisfy, too. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hang on. Okay. Uh, um, uh, Mr. King, Lamont. Yeah. Man, I, su- I support. I support it wholeheartedly. You know what you I mean. Support it wholeheartedly. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think it's you know it's good for fitness. It's, it's you know it's, it's nutritious minute. and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's nutritious and delicious. I mean, it's only okay. for the open-minded. You know what I mean. But okay, I, I, I think it's. Listen, Lamont. Let me throw this out there. You, you uh-huh. in a relationship? Your girl said, "Hey, babe, you know." I'm, you know, I ain't never really communicated this to nobody else, but I love you. I care about you, but I do want to live out one of my fantasies with you. I want, I want to let, you know, a woman in our bedroom. You would be, would you be like instantly game, or is that something you'd have to think about? Well, I would be instantly game, but I would fake like I had to think about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't really, <laughs> you can't really just jump out there and be like, hell yeah. You got to be like, really, really, is this something that you really want to do? I mean, you know, we could take a look at it, you know what I'm saying, and then I would move forward in that direction. But that's, you know, that's soul meat material right there. That's like, that's perfection. Is that perfect? You know, I, I, for I me, know. For me. For you. Oh, for you. Yeah, I disagree. I would never I do it while I was in a relationship. Exactly. So my, my next question would be this. I've known couples that have opened up that box and was unable to close it. So that, I don't know about that. Let, let, let's, let's bring Maya in. Maya, what, what's your thoughts? That's what I, I agree with whoever said that uh, in, when you're not in a relationship. I think it's something that you get out the way when you're, you know, younger or even if you do it while you're older. I just don't think it's wise to, you know, be in a relationship or even a marriage. And I actually have a friend who does the whole swinging thing, and they don't switch off, but they invite women into their bedroom. And I'm like, you might come home one day and you're not there, and she is. (laughs) So I just don't think it's something you should bring into a marriage or a relationship. I think you should just kind of keep it when you're single. And, no, I've never done it. But I've been asked to do it because I used to deal with females, so I've been asked to do it. Can I say something, Rodney? Real, sorry. Yeah, now I don't want to step on that one. She went so I'm like she went somewhere. I didn't want to step on her opening of that door. So now I just wanted to. Go ahead. I just wanted to kind of throw. Go in there. You tell about your you used to mess with girls, and I ask my question. You ask your question first, because we want to hit that okay. girl thing in the clip. My question is well, it's more of a statement. Is that um, you know on my show how we always do send our one of my co-hosts to do um, investigative reporting, and we mm-hmm. sent her on a thing to do to find out about swingers and all of that because she just mentioned swingers. And most mm-hmm. people that I find that 
um, and I don't know if you know this about me, about me either, um, is that I, I'm a certified sexologist now too. So anyway, one of the things that I've found in, in, in my studies and in doing all the work that I'm doing is that a lot of people who in, engage in threesomes and in swinging in those particular lifestyles, they typically have healthier relationships than people who have suppressed uh, sex fantasies in their relationships because they have a way open line of communication than those who have these hang-ups and these inhibitions and don't express themselves fully and completely to their partners about their wants and their needs. I mean, I mean that, that makes sense. And in in a perfect practical world, it's probably uh, uh, very much agreeable. But I just, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm from the school that say people people say they want to do stuff, but they don't really want to do it. You know, like a threesome is a good idea to somebody pounding your puss over there in the corner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, no, no dude want to see that. And ladies, as much as you go, you know, it's okay, let's do it. But as soon as your man start wailing away at this little young girl, now you're yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? What have I done? Well, I mean, you have to clearly be, you and your partner clearly have to be on the same page. And this is not something that you come up with just out of the blue. Yeah, Meaning it's not that for the there has to be a long. Right, this has to be a long-standing situation where you guys are clear about both of your sexual proclivities and you're now taking it to another level. It's not something where somebody is trepidatious and they're like, yeah, I don't really know, and then finally they just kind of give in because there's going to be a problem. But if both of you guys are game right out the gate and it's like, all right, cool, it's just a matter of logistics, finding out who, when, and where, then it probably will work out better than you anticipate. Wow. Hey, that's Kiki, the consummate provocateur. Uh, Kiki, tell them when, you, when they can listen to your show, because Kiki hit these subjects every week. <laughs> well, um, we, we, do, we go live and we go hard every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's a two-hour show because it's too much to get in in just 30 minutes or an hour. And we're right here on Blog Talk Radio. The name of the show is Playing Devil's Advocate. And uh, we have the uncomfortable conversations that people should have but don't have often enough. And this week we're talking about the exception to the rule. We're talking about that rare breed of woman like me that can have a conversation like this and not blush and not give a rip about what you think about me after we hang up the line. I don't know. We might be two for two because Maya threw a curveball in the action. Hang on, Kiki. Well, I was just saying honest. I was just saying I've never had one. I've just been invited because of, you know, my past. That's all. Right. So, so, so this is the thing. And I say this I say this as a joke on stage. And I'm sure, I'm sure Marvin got a joke about this. I'm sure Maurice got a joke about this. We are comedians. And this is the idea that a woman can come back. Like, a woman can be gay for, I think a woman can be gay for two decades and be like, you know what, I'm good. Uh, You know what, no more vagina for me. Okay. Right. But let me tell y'all something, fellas. If you ever, (laughs) (laughs) that's your last day on this side, you understand me? Oh, yeah. So so the, the question, Maya, is were you gay? And or and if not, what happened? Uh, do you sure you want to open up that can of worms? It, 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 <laughs> um, give me the give me the cliff notes. Give me the the quick version. 
Um, no, I was just going to say it, it really depends on what you were exposed to when you were young. And so okay. there goes that. And so because of that situation, uh, at the at the young age of four, then that's what I knew. So wow. that's just what it was. Um, so I went to Auburn High School, and I just kind of explored it a little bit more. Uh, but I would never say I was gay. I think my last experience, I was 19, um, and I had never really even gotten all the way intimate with each girl that I talked to. Some of it was just the, the having somebody there. You know how girls say, oh, girls understand girls. Some of it was just that, kissing a little something. All of it wasn't all the way there and all the toys and all that extra stuff. You know what I'm right. saying? All of it wasn't always that. So, no, I would never say I was gay or whatever the case may be, but I was, you know, I've experienced with girls, and that's kind of where the threesome ideas would come up at, you know, would I ever be, you know. And, but my thing is if you're dealing with that, then, then why, why would you invite a guy into the situation? So right. if you're dealing with that, then you stick with that. And if you don't want to deal with it, that's why I never understood the toy concept because I'm like, what's the purpose yeah. if I'm just dealing and with we, girls? So, we, yeah, I was never anti, We anti-dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for this time being, right here in this moment, yeah, like, if I wanted that, I would just be with a guy, so, yeah, but I would never say I was gay, it was, to me, it was a phase, and it had a lot to do with what I was introduced to as a child, so that's really what wow. that was. Wow, you, you, you know what, that, that seems to be the story a lot of times, Kiki, I'm sure you've heard as, as a sex therapist, and, a, you know, that, that a lot of uh, men and women that live that homosexual lifestyle, I mean, they they have been, you know, breached as children. Is that true? And 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 maybe you can even educate me on this. Like, I've known, well, I thought I'd known little children, boys, that I said to myself, that little boy gay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> is it that boy had been abused? Or are gay people really born? I mean, that's, this is a way deeper conversation than I want to go in, but it's interesting to me. Well, it, sexuality is a very, very complex thing, and we always try to mineralize it into heterosexual, homosexual, or, you know, whatever. But yes. the reality is that there has been, re, you know, research um, that some are. Some is a choice and some isn't. Some guys, I, I mean, I had cousins that I knew from when we were shorties, you know, it was like, yeah, he, he, back then it was, he's special, but, mm. you know, you know, <laughs> he just didn't have nobody to be gay with at that age, you know what I'm saying, so, right. um, it, you know, it, it, it can be for some people a choice based on that um, confusion from when they were younger and they were you know, abused and taken advantage of in another way by the same sex. And then some people are just born that way. Um, again, if, if if it's somebody who made a conscious choice um, because it was easier to do, um, then, you know, then I would have to have a conversation with them in a different le- a different level as my, you know, a- as a life coach. I, it's like, okay, well, what, what, what precipitated that event? But it's a little bit more complicated than just, black or white, you know, either you get you gay or you straight. Some people are born that way and some people choose. Marvin, you got anything yeah. pink over there? Bruh, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I just respect what everybody thinks. I, I definitely believe that people are born that way. I don't think being gay is a trainable behavior. I had a cousin, and, and we used to try to teach him how to play marbles. We all on one knee, he didn't get down on all fours and arched his back, looking over his shoulder with his no, ass. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, get your ass off the damn ground. And so we knew at about six that this boy, we, we knew, you know, there's going to be some dicks in his life later on. Wow. But, but what you didn't know is maybe some, some 
older guy that was perverted that got to him. That's what you might not have known. And, you, and, you, and that's right. And you, you, you are right about that. I, I did not know. We did not know that. I don't think so, but it definitely could have happened. You know, it could have happened. You know, I look, I look at my family, and I'm like, didn't none of these niggas try to hit on me? I figure I must have been a, a bad, a, a, a ugly little child. <laughs> Kiki, was I, I just was I funny looking? Was, was, was I just was I just not cute enough for these niggas? Why would you, oh, Rodney? Rodney, am I muted? I'm probably muted. No, you're not muted. You're not. Okay, I, I was just gonna say, you know, oftentimes people automatically assume that when a, when a young guy and he actually comes out to you know and becomes gay, they automatically assume that it's a male that somehow abused them. But you have to remember a lot of young guys have sexual experiences way too early with women who are way much older than them. And so then they end up having an adverse reaction to that because they feel like they were being, they were powerless to a woman. So then they go to empower themselves and be with a man. You see what I'm saying? So it's not always because a man touched them. It could be that a woman touched them as well. I give I give y'all this quick story. So I'm um I do an event. Uh, well, I did an event, and, and Marvin and Lamont might be familiar with it too. In Miami, um, once a year they had a Miami Comedy Fest. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna open y'all mics up too. They had a Miami Comedy Fest, and the um in the Miami Comedy Fest. Oh, I can hear that. I'm turning you off. Whoever you are, mute. Uh, so the the Miami Comedy Fest it's a it's a it's a big event. It's at the Miami Civic Center, which is downtown Miami. Now it happens Memorial Weekend. Now two things going in Miami Memorial Weekend. On South Beach is Freaknik. What Freaknik used to be is bathing suits, all black people, Jerry Curl juice. It's incredible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> downtown. Okay, where the Civic Center is. It's the Black Gay Weekend called Sizzle. Mm. All the black gay, uh, gay and lesbian on the East Coast from the Mississippi East is there that weekend in Miami. They bought Ooh, out wow. this particular year. I get booked. They bought out the whole Hyatt, which is attached to the to the uh, to the Civic Center. Across the street from the Hyatt is a hotel called the Epic. Okay, we stand at the Epic, but it's so many of our gay brothers and sisters at the Hyatt, they done spilled over into the Epic. I think I remember you telling me the story. <laughs> so wait, so, so get this, so get this. So we get there, they have a billboard, Kiki. Let's say the billboard was probably, you know, of us. They had a billboard of us probably about 30 feet by 30 feet. Nice billboard, right? I'm coming mm-hmm. off the highway. I'm like, yo, they got a billboard. We doing it. Maya, we doing it. <laughs> we, come, we come off the highway, you know, past our billboard, off the highway to a life size of of the whole building of the Hyatt of a, of a dude, a black dude and some Speedos. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> so, so wait, so we get... We get to our hotel, and this is when I, I kind of, um, my my sympathies to the gay black man became really real. 
And and you know, and I, I've been I've not been homophobic for years because I used to be I used to be super homophobic, but I've not <laughs> been that guy for years. But I I wasn't sympathizing with these guys until this weekend. So I'm I'm at the, at my hotel in the lobby now. Of course, my road dog, my homie is Monique. Monique has a huge gay following. These niggas love me, unbeknownst to me. So I'm in the lobby and I'm getting I'm getting you know the the regular little celebrity looks, but they like excuse me, Monique show. Oh my goodness, can I get a picture? Mm. And and you know what I don't like because they be trying to they be tasting you a little bit when they talk to you like mm, okay this <laughs> 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 motherfucker swallow me one more time but anyway so so we talk I, I thought swallowing was good <laughs> yeah so only time <laughs> so only time I was uncomfortable the weekend so of course you take pictures you know I take pictures I'm undoubtedly on some gay Facebook page. Undoubtedly. I already know. <laughs> I already know. Because, cause, you know, I, I, I'm i like this. You know, you, you never turn down a picture, no matter who it is. So I took the picture. Right. While I'm taking one of the pictures, a dude did a move on me that I've done on chicks for years. This nigga put his hand on the center of my neck mm-hmm. and it, it kind of pushed it in a little bit. I was like, dog, dog. Don't don't do that, okay? <laughs> I didn't I didn't leave my room the whole weekend. I have never squandered a trip to Miami the way I did that week. But what this is what I learned. This is what I learned that weekend, and I won't hold y'all all night. This is what I learned is that we as heterosexual men, you walk around ninety eight percent of your life as the norm. You 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 don't. We never have to be the, the – we're always the rule. But for that weekend, I was the exception. Like, it was right. all gay people, and yeah. for that weekend, I was – and so you kind of get, a, a, get to be in a bubble to realize what their life must be like all the time. And so that's when I, I kind of developed a certain sympathy for what it must be like to go through what they go through on a daily basis. It's not nothing I want to do. You know, I don't want to venture on that side, but nigga, right. under, I, 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 I get, I get what, what it must be, you know, to be that guy and to be, to look like everybody else, but people not know what, what you really about. You know what I mean? Right. All right. That's true. So, I mean, it, it's been arousing, folks. Uh, I got 10 more minutes left. What y'all want to talk about? It's over, ain't it? Y'all want to go to midgets? I still want to talk about these goddamn midgets. <laughs> <laughs> go, to the, go to the little people. Get the little people to love. This is man, man, let me tell you something. Okay, have you seen the show Marvin? Yeah, I seen it, bro. I said, I said, I'm looking at a marathon. I was, I, I was intrigued. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> now, which one? Now, you know who I like. I like, I, I like the the. I don't like the ones that look like regular human beings. And they, they just look real small. I like the the. If you're gonna be a midget, look like a midget. Yeah, gonna be a mid had a tall forehead. That tall forehead <laughs> and fat booty, man. Yeah. Are these what people, are, what are they naked or are they dwarves? They, I think it's it's a combination because they they have different types. So 
This is the question. Since we're talking sexually tonight, we done covered side chicks. We done covered threesomes. Would you do a midget? We're going down the line. Maya, go. Um, As long as that part wasn't small. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's all that I got to be concerned. So, He's short so enough to sit down here. His face could fit down here, so that's all good. So wait a minute, Maya. So wait a minute. So if you can see it peeking out from under his shoe, he good. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is it's the penis and the tongue. Ain't nobody got time for all that other stuff. He might be packing oh. more than a, a tall six-foot-four man. That's, that, that's true. That's true. You know, but th- this is the thing. If let's say his penis is real big, but he ain't got enough blood to charge it up. Every time his penis get hard, he, he pass out. <laughs> well, maybe it's not even that big because he's so small. It just looks that way in proportion to his body. Right. That could be it too, sister. Mm. Well, that's why I said the tongue. One of them don't work. It's yeah, not, I, something, I, something to do something. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna be able to do a midget. I ain't gonna be able to do a midget. No, because things like that weird me out. Like I don't like right. uncircumcised penises, and he will. Re- that's kind of like that whole weird out thing. So no, Wait, you I, don't I, want I no, do you don't want no anteater. I do no, I do not. You, your your penis does not eat a turtleneck. I, your mama should shop in Japan. So I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't. But then you save on condoms because you can just put a little twisty town in there. No, I ain't playing. I'm not playing peekaboo penis. You need to go ahead and get that removed. Pull, 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 right. uh, you need to go ahead and ride up to the club with your top down. I ain't, Lamont, I ain't doing it. Lamont King, would you do nah, it? Now, nah, over at uh, kinglamont.com, man, we don't, we can't really do the measures, man. I'm not. They they scare me. You know what I mean? Some it's really? movies I grew up. I grew up with that that kind of really, you know, left an impression on me. So when I see him, I only I get uncomfortable when I see him. I, I, you, you think about Chucky? Yeah, Chucky and, and Leprechaun Four, Two, Three. Oh Lord! Uh, you know what I mean? All of that, uh, uh, Creep Show, all of that. Man. Okay, you know? okay, okay. I got it. You know, I got a story for every occasion. So get oh, this. Lord. Me, me and the fellas, we used to uh, party in LA at this spot. Uh, this band, Kiki, you might know the band, the Polyester Players, right? Polyester Players. Mm-hmm. So the Polyester Players play at this club. Yeah, hip, everybody's show is fun. So the Polyester <laughs> Players used to play, and uh, y'all know Speedy. Lamont, you know Speedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know Speedy. Yeah. Speedy comes in the club one night with a midget, okay? <laughs> a, a, little, a little person. <laughs> But when I tell you this little lady looked like Janet Jackson, though, yeah. <laughs> this little lady, this this little lady, she had a big old fat. She was kind of she wasn't a she wasn't a little midget. She was like a medium sized midget. She wasn't a big one, but she wasn't a little one. So she was in the middle, right? And this dude, I have never seen a group of, of full size dudes. Lose their mind over a little person. This lady, dudes, I, matter of fact, somebody took her from Speedy that night. Like, somebody's like, yo, it got to you. And I don't know. <laughs> you lose your midget. That's bad. I'm about to call Speedy. I'm about to have a car talk to Speedy. Oh, my God. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who I'm leaving out? Who I'm leaving out? Uh, I, I, already, I, I already know what you're going to say. 
<laughs> would you? <laughs> would you do a midget? Talk to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I midgets midgets tickle the shit out of me. I, I think I would give a midget a chance, man. I mean, if I wasn't married, I think I'd give a midget a go, man. I mean, just for the story, if nothing else, man. I, I, I yeah, mean, for the story. <laughs> Oh, them hands though, but them hands though. Them hands. Right now, you ever see you ever seen a midget get a emergency phone call and take off running to their car? That's that. You see that? Okay. One, one time in Hold on, hold on. Seven Atlanta. We still got people calling Atlanta. You on Rodney Perry Live? Hey, Rodney is Reese. How are you? What's up, Reese? Would you do a midget? <laughs> Nothing. You know what? I I just can just say I don't know. Let me just say that. That's my, I my don't answer know right yes, now. I don't Reece. know. Let me tell you something, <laughs> I don't know is a firm yes, okay? <laughs> no, it's not. Like, it's just a, I can't say yes. At a, it's like no contest. At, like, when you're pleading guilty or not guilty to a ticket in traffic court. I told you. Wait a minute, Reese. Hold on, Reese. Hold on, Reese. Would he have to be like? Would he have to be like Swab or Debonair? Would he have to be like the coolest midget of all time? You know what? I just I cannot say because I have not been in that situation before. But like as of right now, I can say that I have never. So, <laughs> but I can say that I will say that you have the funniest like thought provoking subjects that I have ever heard, and I am so glad to listen. I'm glad. That's my friend, y'all, Reese Odom. She's a fabulous actor. We just did a, a movie together called Mr. Right. And um, thank you for calling in. You know you're one of my favorite human beings. Uh, I love you to death. I've been listening the whole time. You've been cracking me up. <laughs> All of you I, have. But, I mean, it's, 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 these are important subjects that people don't talk about. And a lot of times in our community, we don't, like in general. So it's good that you're bringing these things up. But you are an amazing actor. and You're hilarious. Can I say that? Better shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just do that plug for you. You know, that Mr. Ray is going to be hilarious, and because of you. <laughs> oh wow! Thank you. Really appreciate that. Hang on, hang on the line. We got to go to okay. Houston, Houston, Texas. You on Rodney Perry? Hey, what's up, Rodney? Who this? This your boy Al. We met at the Double Tree in Dallas, man. What's going on? Oh boy, I thought you was about to say you was at that higher than Miami. <laughs> <laughs> No, sir. No, no, sir. We was about to all say good night. We was about to all no, say good night, Rodney. <laughs> I'm a part of I'm a part of the head of the club, man. I can't I can't do that that other stuff, man. No no hey, pun against big, big, big dog, big dog. Quick question. Would yes, you sir. would you do a midget? Lord have mercy, Rodney. I, I you know I gotta go and put myself out there, man. That yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. you you sound like you got a story. Have you done a midget? Yes. I haven't, man. It's still that little thing in my head, man. You know, just stuck there, that little fantasy thing. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. So if you saw a little midget lady that looked like Janet Jackson, would you try to holler? <laughs> yes, sir. Real life. Would you try to yeah. kick a little game? Oh, yeah. I get on my knees. I, I need some game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got a problem. Hang on, man. Hey, 716, you on Rodney Perry Live. Hey, how you doing? What's up, baby? Would you do a midget? Um, Not at all, Sweet Pea. Nah. Uh-uh. That's like uh, a little you... kid climbing up on top of you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the breakfast or something. I can't, baby. My name's Goodness. 
I can't get down with no um, itty bitty. Um, That's Goodness, like wait on a minute. Free- Goodness, wait a minute. It sounds like you you smoking a cigarette and drinking some uh, Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You sitting on the couch with me. How you know? <laughs> Already know. You sound like you do not I'm play. Some royal, I'm drinking some Royal Crown. Yeah. Royal Crown is soda. You got some Crown Royal. <laughs> nah, nah. It's Royal Crown when you royalty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> enough said. Enough said. Enough said. What color is the bag? Purple? It's, man, you already know. I got my lottery tickets in there and all that. You know how to... <laughs> ah! We don't play baby in the 716. Oh. You keep Man, it so you real. know how we do. Now, now, let me ask you this, sis. Uh, ha- have you ever been? Have you ever been a side chick? Um, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it cup. So, I mean, yes, did, I have. Did, did did you know you was that going in, or did you become that because of you know you realized he was lying to you, and you just couldn't get out? Um, I'm gonna say this. We pretty much, you know, put everything on the table. We had an agreement, and you know. So it's been like that ever since. Wow, so you're still in it. Um, I'm trying to sever all ties, you know what I'm saying? But it's like an addiction, you know what I'm saying? I need like a group therapy session. No, well, no pun intended. Give me a call. Tweet me at Kiki underscore Richardson. I can help you out. Yeah. I got a program. I got a detox program for that. Wait a minute. Why yeah, I got she said it's an addiction. You said you're gonna give us some detox. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I not nah, that detox. I don't know. I might have to go cold turkey or something. You know what I'm saying? I did for a year though. I did. I did oh, yeah. for a year. And she fell off the way. I did real good, but then I relapsed. You know what I'm saying? Well, it happened. That it shit happened. just kept calling me like Pookie, you know? Hey, be calling me, man. Be calling me. Hey, sis, hang on the line. Hang on the line. She said it be calling her. 706, you on Roddy Perry Live. Uh, 706, who this? Hello. Hey. You still Janika. Hey, Janika, would you do a midget? <laughs> Hell no. No, player. <laughs> Why you get gangster with it? No, player. Hell no, homie. Mm-mm. You, you barely doing good if you five, five, four like me, and I'm giving you my number. You know what I'm saying? Say that. Say that. So Kevin Hart couldn't get no play? No. You got to be, so, be Rodney Perry, Kevin Hart, funny. You know, Marvin, funny. You got to be funny. You got to be able to make me laugh. And then I make an exception. You know what I'm saying? It's got to well, come well, with the come well, with. Well, well, let me go and take myself out of this tall, because I'm tall in my mind. <laughs> in my mind, I'm a, I'm a mental giant. 312, you on Rodney Perry. Uh, would you do a midget? You are you saying 321? 321, I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. Oh, that was... <laughs> hey, Rodney, Tasha, how are you? Tasha from Orlando? Yes. Oh, man. Let me tell y'all something. Me and this lady go back probably longer than anybody else. I I used to work at Walmart before I joined the Navy. (laughs) And Tasha was cool as hell. She worked in the jewelry department. (laughs) And now she's down in Orlando Orlando with her own retail store. Tasha. Would you do a yes. midget? 
Yes. Well, yes. no, no. I am a teacher. I can't do that because it'd be like looking like a looking at a little kid. And then first, I look at the feet first. And if the feet too small, they don't get to play any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh wait! All the women, all the women giggled at that. too. I didn't know sign that. Damn, I I know you was in the Navy, right? Yeah, I was in the Navy for uh, eight years. Eight years. Out there with all, all them semen. Oh, so you know what? Ah, I got you, motherfucker. What's your number? So I, I don't even know who to mute. I'm about to mute everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was funny, though. You know, I'm sorry. That was pretty good. Got him. That was pretty good. But, hey, hey guys, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, I think yes. we had a wonderful, wonderful night. Uh, we own here in full effect. Um, I want to thank you all for coming on tonight. I'm, I'm gonna mute all of y'all because uh, Tasha Line is killing me. I don't know what the hell she's doing with her life. Okay, there we. Ooh, look at that silence. Okay, so it's been it's been a pleasure. Uh, I want to thank you all collectively and individually. Let's do this. Uh, I'm gonna come to each one of y'all. Give me your social media so people that are archived this can be like, oh, they were silly. I wonder who that is. Give me your social media, what you got going on. We're going to start at the top with author Maya K. Maya, you're on Rodney Perry. Go. Okay. Uh, it's at Writer Maya, so at W-R-I-T-E-R-M-Y-A on Twitter and Instagram, um, and author Maya K on Facebook. So, nice. Thank you, Rodney. Hey, hey, sis, keep keep going with the book. The book is incredible, and we got to bring you on in the daytime and really talk about the whole thing. Yes. See you soon. Done deal. Bye-bye. Done deal. Hey, hey, uh, Mr. Lamont, King, King Lamont. Yeah, I got a um, street center. Say it again. You, you broke up a little bit, Lamont. Hello? Oh, no, that was my fault, Lamont. Hello? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm talking yep. my head off. Um, <laughs> Street Senators, I got a podcast that's uh, on YouTube and iTunes. It's called Street Senators with an S, and you can get it directly at uh, kinglamont.com. And all my other social media uh, contacts are on kinglamont.com. So check me out. I'll holler at y'all. My man. Marvin. Yes, sir, yes, sir. This Thursday I, I will be in Tampa, Florida, with the hilarious Barbara Carlisle, we're going to be down there uh, doing our thing. And then later on this uh, few weeks, I'll be with Mark Curry at Uptown. And, uh, you know, I'm just right here beating the pavement, my dude, trying to get these auditions in, trying to grind, trying to be like you, man. Hey, I'm not mad at that. Where, where y'all going to be in Tampa? Uh, dude, you know what? Don't even give me the line, man. <laughs> it's escaping me right now, man. Um, We're going to be in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. yes, go go to Tampa and yell go to Tampa and yell out Marvin. Yeah, <laughs> Marvin do that. Hunter. Do that. Yeah. Do All right, that. man. Hey, hey, thanks, Marvin. Thanks for calling, man. Thank you. My man. Kiki. Playing devil's up, right? advocate, ten PM yeah. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesdays, a don't miss show. And from time to time hold on, wait a minute, you ain't gonna believe he just walked in. Hello. Kiki not my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Thought I wasn't gonna say nothing, didn't you? <laughs> oh man. Oh good lord. It's That's my ass, easy. y'all. <laughs> okay. Hey Rodney, let me get get this headset off me. I'm I gotta go. Hello.
Yeah, anyway. All right. Yes, that is right. It is Player Devil's Advocate every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, sometimes Rodney comes and sits in with us. You can check me out on Twitter at Kiki underscore Richardson. That's K-I-K-I underscore Richardson. Instagram is Kiki Richardson. And on Facebook, I had to use my college words, it's consummate provocateur. So you can just search for Kiki Richardson and you'll find me right there. And get my book, The Other Woman Code of Conduct, what every other woman should know in there too. Get the book. Get the book, please. Fellas, y'all need it too. Don't be pair bonded. They don't know that. Hey, hey, Tasha. Yes. Yes. What, what, tell the people you, where they can they can say hi to you if they want to click on your Facebook or something. Oh, sure. Um, on Top Ladies Fashion Boutique or um, StuffOnTop.com if you want to order something special or oh, just talk right. to so Benton. So you, you're, you're definitely you're selling stuff online, too. That's good stuff, Tasha. Absolutely, yes. Wow, good stuff. So hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, you don't have to hang on. You can hang up if you want. Um... My homie, 706. Janika. Janika, um, Miss Janika. Janika. You unmuted. <laughs> um, Instagram, Miss Janika, M-S-J-A-N-I-K-A. We, we're, we're, doing a, we're doing a play together too, right? That's right. July 19th, Limited Blessings Gospel Stage Play um, in the small, small town of Thompson, Georgia. Rodney is going to bless the whole city with his presence and dynamic acting skills and oh gift God. of comedy. So um want everybody to come out and support. And we do I do appreciate you, Mr. Rodney. I really do for You know you know we gotta we gotta set up Janika. We gotta get the cast to come on my show before we go. You know what I mean? And so we we'll do, we'll do a call. So we let let's get mad to hook that up within the next okay. week or so. Good okay, stuff. not a problem. So, Say say the social media again because I talked over you. Say it one more time. It's Instagram Miss Janika Ivy M S J A N I K A I V E Y or Janika Ivy on Facebook. I hardly be on Twitter because I don't have no followers. Like my granddad has like more followers than me. So no, he um, don't. Don't even, no, he don't. I'm not even lying, player. I ain't lying. It's a it's a shame. I'm telling you. What do you be doing over there where you got followers like that? I don't know. I'm telling you, he has like 1,200 followers. And I'm like, I have like 41 followers. Don't nobody okay, like me. I'm about to shout you out right now on Twitter because we're going we gonna to hook you up. <laughs> All right, no doubt. Thank you for the call, Janika. No problem. I says, hey, Royal Crown. What's going on, baby? What's up, Rodney Perry? Hey sis, I want to thank you for calling in. You got anything going on? My people can 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 go click on your Instagram or Twitter or something and say hi. Oh well, yeah, y'all can check me out at Latrice Simone Green on Facebook, um, also known as Goodness, one of the coldest poets in the seven one six. I also have a book out called Yeah, baby. I also have a book out called Naughty Tree, Nice and Naughty Poetry. I love that Naughty Tree. I'm can you get that online? Oh yes, you can. You can get it at Amazon dot com. You can get it at uh, createspace.com and kindle.com. How you spell it? N-A-U-G-H-T-A-T-R-Y? It's uh, N-A-U-G-H-T apostrophe E-R-T-Y. 
And then in parentheses is nice and naughty poetry. Thus births the name Naughty Tree. And if we had time, I would have spit something real sick for y'all, too. Okay, go ahead. Okay, this joint called I'm a Beast. I'm a beast when it comes to giving head thoroughbred. I ain't no joke. Dick in my hand, pleasing my man. I never choke when I deep throat. Moaning and flinching like a victim who's been traumatized. Lick his balls up the shaft, then kiss the creases of his thighs. Turning them on even more when we make contact eye to eye. Am I embarrassed or ashamed to admit that I suck dick? Not when it's only for my man. My baby calls me Susie Chapstick. Hands round my neck, driving them crazy for oral sex. Love what I do because it's you. I'm a beast. That is best. Clearing my throat, widening my lips, making my cheeks swell like the mumps. Tapping my jaw, tickling his tip, thrusting his hip. Where the air red pump? Doing the sound check like it's a mic, humming the tune like I'm a singer, hitting all them high notes with testicles between my fingers. They sunken in, I'm sucking him swift like the wind. It's getting reckless. And at the end, I'm sporting him because I'm wearing a pearl necklace. Now, had I said I don't give head, then rest assured that I'd be lying. Believe you me, my man finds me orally satisfying. I'm a beast when it comes to giving head a thoroughbred cold red. I ain't no joke. Take a pull on my man's wood, like a Newport being smoked. Get him. <laughs> Get him. Girl, you are definitely a beast. I got a little little lightweight wood just listening to you. Thank you for calling ah, me. Yeah. And uh, hit my Facebook or something so, we can, so I can have you back on the show sometime. Yes, sir. I will. I'll be watching you. I used to All check right. you out when you be you on um, doing uh, TV with time. My man. Thing. Sir, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Rodney? Houston. Yes, sir. Can you hear me, Rodney? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we had lost you for a okay, second. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you look at the comment, I saw where you hit me. A.L. Sermons Global. A.L. Yeah. Sermons Global, the brand that promotes people, success, and unheralded heroes. And I'm writing my first book, Rodney, entitled Bulletproof Consciousness, basically mm. dealing with people, you know, understanding that the power is within them. And so when you identify yourself, it's kind of like what Lao Tzu said. Lao Tzu says, he who knows others is wise, but he who knows himself is enlightened. So it's all about enhancing the minds of people, man, and uh, getting them enlightened so that they can carry themselves in the most important part, and that's within the heart. So, you know, that's what we're doing, man. I'm pushing the brand, AO Sermons Global. And uh, you'll see my comment right there when you, you know, told us to call in on the Facebook. Yeah. That's me, man. My yes, man, man. AO Sermons, thank, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate the call. And, and that, that's a testament to, a, to a, a good show when you can go from, you know, a poem about, <laughs> about dick sucking to – A.L. Sermons Global, and it don't it we don't lose a step because we as people of color we are everything. Uh, Reese Odom, you got the final word. Hold hold on, I can't hear you. Where you at? I'm right here. Can you hear me? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do I follow both of those amazing (laughs) um, last words? (laughs) Um, But no, I mean. Like, you know, everyone has said, I mean, everything is this particular show. I mean, I listen to you all the time, and I commend you on everything that you do, and I'm really proud of you. Um, but it's just, you know, from show to show, you, you enlighten. 
and just in our friendship and the different projects that we've worked on, you've helped me. So always, you know, surround. I'm just going to, you know, end it, you know, after I'm going to try and, you know, top it off by saying, you know, always surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you um, in, in any way, you know, and enlighten you on, on every every type of subject and everything that goes on in life because that's what you do. And so your show is one of those things where it's going to always keep people aware and keep people thinking and keep people just on their toes about things that matter in life. So thank you, Rodney Perry, for your show and everybody who's been a part of it. And it's just, you know, all good things. You know, everybody needs to just stay in the zone of, you know, uplifting. So, and and, and whatever subject. And whatever subject. <laughs> so. Thank you so much. What what a kind way to end the show. Once again, it's Reese Odom. Where can where can people uh lock into you uh and, and get they, they uh and thank you C Mac for the call in too. Yeah. But you know, tell tell me what where can people uh find you, Reese? Well, you know, everybody affectionately calls me Reese's Pieces, but I can be reached and and, and followed at Reese R E E C E Odom O D U M. So that's Reese with a C and Odom with a U, no relation to Lamar. Um, You can find me (laughs) on every social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, I mean, Rodney, we have two films coming out, What Love Will Make You Do and Mr. Right. Oh, we do. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah, we need some scenes. We need, we don't we don't really have no scenes together though. That's why that's crazy. Right? I know. It's what the what and what love will make you do? I'm like in your same vicinity. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're definitely in, in the area. So, Reece, <laughs> yeah. you, you've been awesome. Um, thank you to all my guests tonight. You guys were incredible. Thank you for the, all the calls, all the great comments. Uh, we covered everything from side chicks to threesomes to the little people. And <laughs> and I don't know if I answered this question. Rodney Perry, would you do a little person? Yes. If she was my wife, I would tell her uh-huh. that. <laughs> if your wife was little. <laughs> I, I, you know, so I had to say, yeah, because my wife was little, I'd be, I'd be tearing that thing up every night. Because then you don't have no legs in your way. Look, this your boy Rodney Perry. I got to go. Y'all have a great rest of the night. That's our show. Y'all been incredible. Be good. Oh, oh, listen to this. Listen to this. Uh <laughs> Listen to this right here. This is a dope-ass song. This dude was on my show earlier today. I'm going to play him before I leave. Uh, his name, where is it? God dang it. Ronnie Perry, you was rolling good, too. Hold on, let me see. What's his name? Fred, no. This dude was a beast, too. What'd I do with it? Okay, I'm going to play this, and that's going to give me 30 seconds to find it. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar? Mmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. <laughs> my parents are going to... Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. Hey, y'all, stay right there. We come back. More Rodney Perry Live. Hey, 
you, yeah, you. You listen to the show, you're laughing along with Rodney, you listen to the great guests, but you're not sharing it. You need to share this show with somebody special. Find somebody in your life that you love and show them how good you enjoy the show. It's Rodney Perry Live. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it. Yeah. Hey, this is the song that I heard today. The guy's name is George Tandy Jr. And let me tell you something. You better be ready to march when you hear this song. Let's go. You and me, you and me belong, you and me belong together. And I, I believe, I believe it's you, I believe you feel the same. And we, we are strong, stronger than we ever thought when we were all alone. And I know that times are getting rough, so shorty march, walk with me, cover me, cause you know life can be a battle zone. Cause we coming up on uncharted territory. We still march. I still march. You still march. We still march. So many obstacles in front of us we can't see. No, but we still march. I still march. You still march. We still march. Let the clouds bring us storm. Bring us pain. Bring us harm. You deserve a purple heart Sex, sex is great But making love to you is well worth waiting for Waiting for the chance The opportunity, the privilege To take you where you've never been before You say you've never been in love, love like this, love like this, it surely meant to stand the test of time. You're going to have to trust, trust in me, walk with me along this path and never look behind. Tell you what, cause we're coming upon uncharted territory. in front of us, we can't see, no, but we still, I still, you still, we still, 